on the line behind the cross you because God we need you more like never before we need you more than every necessary need we need you God for breath and strength and life we thank you God thank you for keeping us all day long all night long hide us again like we don't feel anything but the fire of God in us thank you God hallelujah because you are the perfect savior Line muted. We bind the adversary in every imp. We bind every devil at every level. We bind him up and we cast him out and send him back to the pit of hell from whence he come. In the name of Jesus. We pull down every stronghold. Every demonic. Just join the conference. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, we sprinkle your name in the atmosphere where we all sit in the name of Jesus. We praise you now. We're standing on your word now. And God, most of all, we're standing and we're waiting for the manifestation of your glory. Amen and amen. Okay. I would like everybody tonight to turn their Bibles, amen, to the book of Ezekiel. Old Testament, Ezekiel. Amen, the book of Ezekiel. Hallelujah. The book of Ezekiel. Amen. Hallelujah. Ezekiel was a prophet. Prophets were considered seers. Um, they could see things in the spirit from God and tell them what, what to do. And that was the kind of person that Ezekiel, the prophet, was. Ezekiel's name means God is strong or the man of God who has strength. Amen. His father was a preacher. Amen. And Ezekiel had a kind of life with God that whatever God told him to do, um, he did. Um, and while I was studying this, I never really realize it, that Ezekiel himself had a wife. Ezekiel was called when he was in the, in the 30 years old into the prophetic gift that he had. He was commissioned by God as a prophet um, to proclaim the gospel to the world, to the nations. And gave it, um, Ezekiel gave all he had to God. So with divine authority, Ezekiel displayed uh, illusions of things that what God had told him to do. Ezekiel declared the repentance, told people to get right. Uh, Ezekiel spoke also of the restoration of his people. Vita just joined the conference um, was a man after God's heart but he did whatever God told him to do Ezekiel was a man who again was sold out to God we are in the book of Ezekiel first chapter Vita God you're on the line tonight hallelujah praise the Lord hallelujah Ezekiel. All right. 
tonight I'm in my um, um, my King James version um, of the Bible. All righty, we're going to start at um, Ezekiel. Um, let's start at the fourth verse. Ezekiel, um, the fourth uh, uh, verse. And line unmuted. Ezekiel, Ezekiel is speaking. All right, which chapter? Apostle, what, cha what chapter? Because, uh, Ezekiel, and, first chapter. Mm -hmm, okay. Starting at the fourth verse. Okay. Okay. Line muted. And behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, and a great cloud. And the fire enfolded itself, and the brightness was about it. And out of the myth of the midst of thereof, there was a color of amber out of the midst of the fire. Here was the prophet describing um, um, the presence of God, what God was showing him. Um, uh, what he was going to see uh, and reveal um, uh, to his people. It was a vision that he saw in uh, an open heaven or something like a dream, okay? He said, but it was a vision and he saw the open heaven and a chariot drawing a cherubim coming out of them and the place where it was dwelling and it was a called a Jewish settlement on a river bank of Shabar. Well, Shabar right now is modern day would be a part of um, Iraq. Um, and here, um, God allowed the prophet to have a vision, an open vision what was going to be seen um, in the heavens. Again, prophets are people, um, God had called them for a specific reason to reveal his a word to his people, um, reveal them a word to the people, um, a word something to let them know whether they're right or whether they're the wrong. Okay? And that is the prophetic office. Um, from God and so here we have a vision of God literally um, literally uh, and God gave him this vision to him uh, and this and identifies the 30th year in other words this vision happened on the 30th year that this king called Jokiathan was in charge Okay. It says this again, verse 4. And I looked, this is, um, this is Ezekiel speaking. I looked and behold, I heard, saw a whirlwind. Now, the whirlwind is almost like um, water walking, going in a circle. Okay. And this is what God allowed him to see um, this whirlwind. Okay. And um, there are two people that really saw world when one was Ezekiel and the other one was um, the prophet Jeremiah. It says, so therefore I saw a whirlwind coming out of the north. Now the north represents the highest place on the earth. Okay. And he said, I saw this thing folding out of the north. A great cloud, a crowd, a cloud is full of water, okay? And he saw this great cloud, and it says, And a fire enfolded itself and in the brightness 
it was about it. And out of the, the midst of this, there was a color of amber. Amber was almost like a real bright, bright yellow, yellow-orange out of the midst of the fire. So here we have the representation of the presence of God. You have the uh, presentation of um, God dealing with his people. Here is um, letting you know that God's presence is with Ezekiel. And this is what we must strive for, that we have we able to be uh, to be able to come into the presence of God. And how do we do that? Sometimes we have to turn our plates down. Sometimes we have to block out everything but God's word. Uh, no TV, no nothing. Just God, I need to just be in your presence. Okay? So this is what was happening there. All right. And there was his presence. The presence. Have you ever just been praying and the, you just felt the spirit of God around you? You just felt his presence. It just, I don't know, it just made you feel just, you knew there was nothing to be afraid of. But it was the presence of God. And a lot of times that comes when we're in trouble or sometimes that comes when we're aggravated. Sometimes it comes. Uh, when death comes and we feel that we're all alone because when you're in the presence of God all you feel is you and him and him and you so here is um, um, Ezekiel experiencing um, the presence of God the appearance of God he says it was appearance they had the likeness of a hand, of a man. So this appearance uh, looked like it was an appearance of a man. Okay. Verse 6 says this, And everyone had four faces. So just imagine, you see these four, uh, this person, and it says, but it has has four faces, okay? Representing the four winds of God. The north, the south, the east, and the west. The presence of God. Amen. Says so that again. And every one, so there was four of them. It says, and every one of them, of those faces, had four wings now. That's verse 6. So, and this person, this, this entity, it had four places and four wings. When you look into, um, uh, further back, um, in, in, um, when they talked about the presence of God, even um, earlier in the Bible, it tells you, it lets you know the presence of God, and even talks about the cherubim in the in the book of Isaiah, a ninth chapter. So you can look it up when you get a chance to. In Isaiah, uh, the presence of God came down, and um, he began to say uh, what God says: "Holy, holy, holy." The whole earth is your your glory, and those were cherubim. Those were the those were the angels. Um, the word cherubim means burning ones, the fiery ones. Okay, so anytime you see cherubims in the Bible, it represents the presence of God, the fire of God, and that's why we have to be able to be able to experience and have a relationship with Christ in order to, that you can enter into the presence of God and know him for yourself. I could teach you this and teach you that, but there's nothing like but building a relationship 
with Christ will take you where no man can take you. Again, verse 6. And everyone, mean every one of those creatures, had four faces. And everyone had four wings. So you had four, four people, four men, four faces, four wings. Okay? And those four, number, the number four, amen, believe it or not, represents um, the power of the universe of the cosmic arena of the earth, okay? The cosmic centers of the earth. And right now, we are in a pandemic. And this pandemic represents the cosmos of the entire entity of the earth. And he is established in the four corners of the earth, okay? the cherubim, okay, the burning ones, the fiery ones, why? To take care of us, to provide for us, to intercede for us, because they represent the the anointing of God in our lives. So that's why I talked about that every one of those faces had four wings my God and four faces okay so this thing represents the presence of God we know we need more right now the presence of God again on all four corners of the earth okay every country has been touched by this pandemic. And every country will be continuously be touched until God speaks and it goes away. Donald Trump can't speak it away. The Democrats can't speak it away. Uh, nobody else. But when God deems it to stop, it will stop. Okay? Amen. And also that word for uh, number four represents government. Okay? So, all these things are lined up in this particular chapter. The four corners, the four faces, okay? The four wings. Four. Government as well. The different numbers. 4, 12, uh, and it's another one, okay? But all these things are representing um, that the grace of God is dwelling with us even in Ezekiel's day. Um, this, uh, we're now in 2020. This particular scripture took place before Christ was even on the scene. It was even beyond the scene, I mean, in the earth realm, okay? But this situation was already ordained to happen, and yet God was still right there with his presence, with his angels, with his wings to protect us all over the earth, all over the planet. Why? Because... God loves us. And there's nothing too hard for God to do. I'll read that again. It says, also, out of the midst thereof, there came a likeness of four living creatures. Four living creatures. So these were living entities living beings okay and this was taken so that god would allow them to understand his presence on the earth okay now 
take your Holy Ghost imagination. And remember now, you had four, four entities. Four. And what you're going to understand is they were all facing one another in a circle. Four wings, four feet, etc., etc. And they were all joined together tip to tip, face to face. Why? Because they were taking dominion over the universe. Taking dominion over the government. Taking a dominion over everything. Okay? That, that's why the whirlwind came down. The wind began to flow. Uh, there's the earth uh, the, the, the floods or the wind, the rain was circling and the presence of God was moving on the face of the earth. And it looked like uh, amber, it said, and it looked like fire. And the creatures appeared in the likeness of four living creatures. Okay. And they had a lookness of like a man. And every one of them had a face. We're talking about four and four multiplied. Four faces, four wings. Verse 7. And their feet were straight feet. So their feet had the appearance of a human being. Awesome, awesome. These things came from heaven. And the soles of their feet, so they had feet, the soles of their feet was like the soles of a calf, almost like a, a um, um, like a, what do you call them? Actually a cow, I guess. Okay. A calf's foot. Okay. Um, it says, and of a bush brass. So it was real shiny. Okay. Verse 8 says, and they had um, the hands of a man under their wings. Imagine. So under the wings of the angel, okay, this entity, it had the wings of a hand of a man's hand. Okay. Ah, oh, God. And they had the hands of a man under his wings and on the four four sides and the four uh, wings and, and verse 9 says and the wings were joined one to another that's what I'm trying to tell you all of these things were kind of weird looking but they were all joined together actually back to back Feet to feet, toe to toe, okay? Talking about the universe. That God's presence came down on the earth. This is a dream now. This is a dream of the prophet, okay? Face to face, cheek to cheek, wing to wing. Okay, my God. Let's go. Verse 10. And the likeness of the faces of four. And they had the face of a man. One had a face of a lion. One had another face. Okay. Um, of an ox. Okay. So here we have, in the presence of God, these, this entity. Okay. One had the face of a man. So it looked like a man. It wasn't a man. It says, but it had the look this, so it looked like a man. Okay. The second one, it had a face of a lion. Okay. A lion that's ferocious, can attack, can protect, can defend, and has royalty. Okay. All right. So that's the man. Okay. We have the lion, okay? Then we have 
the ox. The ox is a big burden. A big, a big, a burst of, uh, he was big and powerful and strong. Okay? But what I learned about this animal was, is he was very determined. He was determined not to give up. God doesn't want us to give up as a people. He doesn't want us to give up and quit and fall out unless they can't make it. The ox is so determined that it was ready to die to accomplish its goal. And we must be able, as human beings, to be able to accomplish the goals of God for us. Amen. And these things, this vision came out of the mind of God. Okay? You say, Preacher, why, why are you telling me all of this about the animals and what they look like and, um, and what all these represent? Amen. We are in a time of uh, uh, governmental confusion. Okay? Remember, I told you, one of the meanings is governmental. Other words, global. Number, uh, in other words, global pandemic. We are living through a 100 or 200 time things would happen maybe every two, uh, one or 200 years. Curation. Toe to toe. Feet to feet. Wing to wing. Back to back. It represents the whole earth, the whole earth. We are surrounded in a global situation, but God is in the midst of the situation. So we must not panic. We must not fall out. We must not give up. We must not be confused. God has promised that, that he will live and take care of us even until the ends of the earth. And so he sends this entity. He sends down this vision. God gave through Ezekiel of a global pandemic and all these things. But we must remember that God is sovereign. What do you mean, preacher, sovereign? Meaning that God is the Alpha and the Omega. God is God. God has created everything, and before everything there was, there is God, and after everything in God will still be God. Why? Because He is in control. He is sovereign. He is an ace, and God has never made a mistake. Men make mistakes, but God does not make mistakes. So in this pandemic, Okay, and this week, global, global situation, God is with us in everything, even though it doesn't look like it, even though, especially in the United States of America, we're going through great trials, situations, the hate, the black hates the whites, the, and then this one don't like this one, and this one says, um, Go over here and live in no nice neighborhood because the black neighborhood don't know how to take care of itself. Or uh, the prisoners uh, uh, killing the guards and all these are things are happening because this is time. This is the signs of the time. And God is speaking to Ezekiel to tell his people even yesterday that I will be with you. Even in this pandemic, even in these situations, even when all these things around you look might be impossible to see, to think, or even imagine. I remember I telling you one time that the characteristics of the eagle was that they could soar above everything. And we, as a people, God, 
have got to understand that we are built to soar beyond what we can do. We are built to soar above the storm. So when the storm comes, amen, when the storm comes, we are built as a people to soar above it and sit there until the storm passes. We are built with the DNA, DNA of God. We are built to supersede no matter what goes through in our lifetime. We are built to be strong and mighty. That's why he spoke in Joshua 10. He said, be courageous and be strong in the Lord. So when thousands of people are dying around you, when people that even are surviving the, this disease are telling you all the ailments that come with it, that they have uh, spells that they don't know where they are or, or the body temperature is too low or too high. Or, and, and then um, now they're trying to get a uh, this vaccine. And then they said the other day, well, the vaccine's not working out because all of a sudden some of the people were getting really, 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 really sick. So they stopped it the other day. But God is in control, and nothing will happen unless God allows. And God brings us prophets today even that will give you a word from heaven. Okay? Don't worry. But this is a time that God wants his church, amen, to go back to him, not a, not a building. And that's good to go back to the building. But God wants us to build a relationship with Christ. So that when God comes back, we are ready and we are prepared to meet our King. Everything that the Bible has talked about, from the Alpha to the Omega, is happening now. Fires in California. Fires and floods. Amen, Oregon. Fires and floods in, 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 in Washington, D.C. Fires and floods in Texas along the border. Fire and floods left a couple weeks ago in Mississippi, um, uh, Alabama. Fires and floods coming through Florida. Fires and floods. And, and then there was a hurricane right near where I live in South Carolina about a month ago. Fires and floods because God's trying to shake us into the what his image wants us to be. And we don't know when God's coming back. But God sends us a word from his prophet. God sends us a word that is trying to talk to us. God's sending us the word. So when you won't go to church, I'll shut down everything. So you've got to find God for yourself. For tomorrow's not promised. But this prophet, this Ezekiel, was sold out to God. This Ezekiel was sold out to God and didn't care what people would say. This Ezekiel was determined to serve God. This Ezekiel, when his wife died, the next day he got up and went about his father's business. This Ezekiel loved God so much that he laid down one day and stayed on one side of his body for almost 300 some days for a year. And then he turned around to the other side. And because he was obedient to God, and God wants his, his people, his ecclesia, his saints and his saints, come to confusion that he loves him un conditionally. This Ezekiel was sending a message to his people. And even so, this same book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel 37, when he began to talk to Ezekiel, it said, Ezekiel, not son of a man. And through say, out, why does he always say to God, say to him, uh, son of man? Because we are his sons. We are his daughters. Okay? And he said to Ezekiel in the 37th chapter, Ezekiel, he said, um, uh, can these bones live? 
And Ezekiel said to him, I don't know, God, but you know. Okay? And those bones represented, they were a valley of dry bones, dead bones, because they had not listened to God. And this is the same Ezekiel that's talking and telling us what to do. Like again, that number four also represents global. And right now, we are in a global uh, pandemic. And it will run rapid on this earth until God says it will stop. God himself, Elohim, is in control. It's not a, a, a Roman problem. It's not a, a Jewish problem. It's not a, uh, a, a Iraq problem. It's not a Jamaican problem. It is a problem, a global problem for the world. But we must build a relationship, spend time with God on a regular basis. Okay? And begin to cry out and say, God, give me that spirit of Ezekiel to do what you call me to do. Pray like you want me to pray. Teach me how to interpret dreams. Teach me to not be afraid. Teach me to hold on to God. Teach me. Amen. Because we have to learn to walk into the Spirit of God. And you say, how? Other than your lips speaking to God, you're not, you're not, you cannot connect with. Okay? So, we must realize what a season we're in. We're in a season of waiting and for his manifestation. And even in his whirlwind, even in the whirlwind of God, God, we're going to stand right there until you tell us what to do, where to go, what to see. Because we only want to move by your power. For these living creatures heeded the voice of God. And we as believers of God must learn to heed the voice of God. Okay. Twins, twins might come into the earth together. But all of us leave separately. So we must build that relationship with God. Okay. So no matter what happens, even in dreams and visions, God is still right there. And even in this pandemic, God is right there. Food lines, God is right there. Money disappearing, God's right there. Feel no hope, God's right there. No matter what's happening, God is in control of the universe that you serve. And we must learn to trust and depend on the almighty God like Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a prophet and a prophet represented a seer. And God gives us seers in our life. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. I thank you, God, even in this global pandemic. God, I thank you for the Holy Ghost and the fire of God. Right where we sit, right where we lay, we thank you, God, in the global pandemic because people are listening for the word now. People are not just going by form and fashion, but we all realize we need a Savior like you. 
So we thank you in our trials. We thank you in our turmoils. We thank you when we do and when we don't do what we don't do and we don't understand in this pandemic. We thank you from the north, the south, the east, and the west. We thank you for this governmental situation because I know that you said you shall provide all of our needs. I thank you in the midst of this global pandemic that you're going to pour out blessings on your people. I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to manifest this next stimulus check for this country. I believe it by faith that you are making provisions for all of us now. I believe it by faith that these things that the enemy is trying to stop and block in this country now, God, by name, I speak it, it's disappearing from the realm of the spirit. I speak it now that we walk and we talk in the mind of you. And we know and we speak that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. In other words, it will form, but it can't do nothing. And it can't do nothing because of your glory. So, God, we thank you for your visible splendor. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your majesty. We thank you for the fire in our loins tonight. We thank you for the move of the Holy Ghost in this place. I thank you now from every country on this line. I thank you, God. I thank you for Iraq. I thank Line unmuted. Thank you, God. Every place, every corner of this earth, every place there's a Christian, every place that might hear this word tonight, I thank you, God, for making a way of escape for your people tonight. I thank you, God, that people might be put out, but I... Line muted. ...with assurance that you said you will make a way of escape. And I believe you now that there shall be a way of escape. You said in your word, you said that heaven was and earth shall what? Pass away, but not my word. Because your word is eternal. Your word is sovereign. Your glory is sovereign. And like I said in Isaiah, I'm sorry, it says sixth chapter. Oh God, holy, holy, holy. The whole earth is your glory. So God, I speak your glory in the atmosphere where every everybody sits. I speak your glory where you lay. I speak your glory and the manifestation of your people now. I speak it what now. For he said in his word. Hallelujah. God said in his word. Let there be what? Light. So I speak it. Let there be light on the men and the women of God on this line tonight. We speak miracles on this line tonight. I speak happiness on this line tonight. I speak speak sweet speak 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 sleep on this line tonight. We thank you, God, because you're sovereign. I can't touch you, but I feel you. I can't touch you, but we know your presence. I can't touch you, but I feel your presence. And everybody on the line, God, that the presence of God hold them. That the presence of God, let them feel your 
Christ was the first ahead of our lives on tonight. And we just thank God everybody, everybody turning, tuning in to ELR Proud Fellowship, Amanda Prayer, every Thursday, uh, Thursday night. Um, uh, just when she mentioned about the number four, um, when she mentioned about also the significance of the number four uh, representing the government, it also represents the signs of judgment, judgment that is being yeah. cast um, in the atmosphere, all right. Um, there are different levels of of of, of the uh, how the earth, um, how the angels are divided uh, among the earth. Um, when she mentioned about the lion, when you mentioned about the lion, which is the fighter, and the bull, um, it's almost like as if the bull or ox is like a body of armor in the spiritual realm. And also it talks about how the eagle soar. So, it, you know, it has, someone has to be the eyes. Okay, so, and then it had the face of a man. A man. So there's a significance with that. Um, it's a different forms of judgments that are uh, actually going across uh, the world right now. Um, and also through the uh, pandemic. And so, so we have to remember that these are the signs of the times, guys. These are the signs of, of of what's happening in the in the last days, but we just have to know, um, guys, as we are believers, just you know, be able to recognize it and recognize it and its full entirety. Amen. Amen. We give God glory. Okay. Anybody else to make a comment? That's Shirley on the line. She's not on the line. Okay. Um, Mr. Lord, so you're still on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prophet Holman is on the line. Prophetess. Okay, okay, go ahead. Amen. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I just love the, you know, the encouraging message. Um, you know, in these tough times, we have to now more than ever you know, hold on to God, you know, even though we are in some uh, trying times, you know, as you said, you know, we, we, we have to just trust God, you know, and rely on Him, not others but God, you know, because when it's all said and done, we got to be, we got we want to go back to where, where He is, so, you know, we got to, we got to battle each and every day, you know. You know, because we're trying to make it through those heavenly gates one day. You know, and we gotta, uh, we gotta overcome overcome this uh, earthly journey. You know, and we we all can say it's been hard, but you know, thank you for that encouragement. You know, it, it, you know, it, 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 you know, all that it, you know here, you know, can can really you know that touch you know, or what you were saying. You know, the, the inner man and also the outer. You know. 
you know, it's very, you know, it, it, and it also makes you think, like, you know what, you know, we are in some times, some troubled times, you know, but, but as you said that, you know, we, we got God on our side, so we ain't got to work, you know, God got everything in his hand, so uh, thank you for that encouragement tonight, you know, really, that, that even touched, touched, touched my heart and touched my soul, you know, right when I heard it, you know, you, you, especially the ending part, how you went out, you know, you know, so, Amen, amen, amen. Amen. I think Amen. We just thank God everybody for tuning in to ELR Prophetic Shape Podcast Network. Amen. Well, we are spreading the word of God throughout the nation rapidly. And we give God glory for what he's getting ready to do. Amen. On October 23rd through the 25th, we are having our uh, fourth annual Godly Women Godly Women's Empowerment Conference right here on ELR Prophetic Show. We have three dynamic speakers. Uh, Prophetess Lang is the co-host. I'm the host. Amen. On that, those three powerful nights, we have our guest speakers coming out of Mississippi, which is Apostle Mays, which is on the 23rd. And we start promptly at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, which is 7.30 Central Standard Time. And on Saturday night, it will be Bishop Paula Hopkins out of Coral, Texas. And then um, closing out on Sunday night, Sunday night would be, would be Pastor Shirley Pullins out of West Palm Beach. So please, guys, um, the, those uh, those uh, flyers are posting through advertisement. It, it's hitting the social networks, um, and we just thank God for what He's getting ready to do um, in the next two weeks. Uh, that's coming up, and and prior after that would be the announcements um, coming up for the Fear Factor Men Conference conference coming up, which is November. 6 through 8, which will give you further um, details and information as soon as possible within the next two days. God bless you. Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a good night. Amen. God bless you. God bless you all. All